Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Cricket from the Coat Hangers, and you're listening to Drop the Mic. Sorry I'm late, man. I saw my karate instructor on the way here, and I had to chat with him for a little while to be polite. That's why... Hey, I don't need to know about your life, asshole. You got the cash? Sorry. Of course I got the cash. Put it on the ground. Okay. Okay, now give it to me. We can count it again if you like. It's all in there. I just counted it by looking at it. I know it's okay. Okay, cool. There you go. What? What is this? I, I don't understand. Everything's inside. It's easier to carry, more discreet. Oh yeah? But how do I get this stuff out? Are you dumb or what? You take a knife. You split the rat open. You take your weed out. You smoke it. Can you manage that? Or do you need an instruction manual? No, I'm okay. That's how it works. Oh, that's good. You're smart. Now get the hell out of here. All right. And I don't give a fuck about your karate instructor, okay? Hi there, and welcome back to our San Diego podcast. This is episode 184, The Wrong Side of the Law. And we are your hosts for the evening. First up, we have Mr. DJ Anaris, our resident music consultant and co-host. <laughs> followed by Mr. James Warney. Hey, what's up? <laughs> and uh, and then I, the swan. We are, we are missing Diego Luna tonight for this outing. Oh, so shout out to him and uh, our sister channel podcast rude behavior shout out to them oh yeah so this episode is going to be focused on the ifc films release uh from 2013 called wrong cops oh yeah but uh (laughs) before we dive into this uh wild bumpy cop car ride uh let's get into some pop culture news yeah Yeah, let's do it and now for a special news report brought to you by drop the mic all right, James, what do you got for us? All right, uh, so it looks like Wonder Woman uh, 84 may be pushing her uh, their release date from, I believe it was September to uh, now they're pu- they may be pushing it back to November or December. Um, some of the reasoning that they could come up with was that uh, I guess in New York, a lot of movie theaters are closing down again. And um, or they're they're closed and they're not going to be opening up till around uh, around the season of 
the holiday time around December, November. Um, and then also, I, I want to think that they're trying to get as many butts in the seats as they can. So I don't think they want to release a movie when they have so little, um, basically, theaters that are open and, and available for people. Yeah. Damn. Expensive to me. Um, Moving on to some more news, it looks like The Walking Dead, the um, Wes's favorite AMC um, TV show, <laughs> is going to be <laughs> is going to be coming to an end uh, twenty twenty two. The eleventh season, they haven't. I don't believe they finished filming the the tenth season because I'm pretty sure that uh, that wasn't done because of COVID. Uh, they're going to finish that up, and then with the eleventh season, they're going to. Uh, have a 24 episode uh, run for the 11th season, and then that will end uh, there. Um, I'm not too sure when they're going to be having those those Rick movies because I know The Walking Dead they're supposed to have those Rick Grimes movies where he's kind of alone on his own. Uh, no word on that yet, or if there's any update on uh, what's going on with that. But just um. There's gonna have they're gonna have a, a spinoff series and it's gonna be centered around Norman Reedus, uh, who plays Daryl Dixon, and uh, Melissa McBride, who plays Carol, uh, on the show. If you're not familiar with them, uh, they are huge characters on the show now. They are gonna be they're gonna have their own spinoff series together, I guess, as a couple. I'm not too sure what the relationship is in the new seasons because I haven't been watching for about yeah. probably two two or three seasons. But they're getting their own spinoff show together and they're gonna. Um, they're also going to have uh, a Walking Dead anthology series, which is going to follow different characters each episode, exploring different worlds and the, the universe of The Walking Dead. So I thought that was pretty interesting that they're going that route as well. Hey, pushing Walking Dead hard, huh? Yeah, they're they're, they're you know they're they're closing one chapter or one book basically, and then opening up uh, four more. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, it sells, dude. It's really not gone, but it's, uh, but the, you know, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what are you hoping for it, I guess? Yeah. I, what are your thoughts on that, Wes? Do you, are you excited for all these spinoffs or not really? I don't know. I just feel like the, the main show started to lose its steam when they, you know, they changed all their writers. They fired their original showrunner and then... After, yeah. after that, it kind of just uh, started to slowly fall apart. I'm not a big fan of, uh, of Fear the Walking Dead, so I don't know. I don't know if I see the spinoffs being any better. Um, of course, the the, the Daryl uh, project makes sense as he's one of probably the most marketable people on that on that set right now. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I'm kind of, I'm glad they're kind of trying to wind it down finally. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll see how that goes uh, within the next couple of years uh, if they decide to continue with that. Um, I don't think you guys talked about this uh, before. I don't think we've talked about it at all, but uh, CW is coming up with a Powerpuff Girls live action series. Oh, yeah. No. Been seeing that, yeah. So that's the that's happening. It's currently currently uh, in development. Um, I don't know. If, I don't think they have. I don't. Not that I read. Uh, they don't have any anyone who they're interested in playing the the three Powerpuff Girls. But that is happening. Pretty interesting. I, I didn't 
I thought never thought I'd see the if, if, Powerpuff Girls if they make live it, action. they better have like straight drum and bass throughout the whole fucking movie, dude. That'd be amazing. <laughs> That's basically what they're known for. Was that intro, dude? Was fucking sick back then in the cartoon. Yeah, yeah, definitely a uh, definitely a classic, or at least growing up, I remember watching that. Um, excited to see Mojo Jojo. That'd be cool. <laughs> Yeah, uh, live action will be cool. Um, that's kind of it for my news right now. Kind of slow for me. Didn't right. find anything too interesting, but uh, that's I it. Can, uh, that I can take over. Yeah. Uh, I I guess well, we got the official prices on the uh, the Xbox, dude. So oh, yeah. I'm excited, yeah. dude. We got the Xbox uh, X. The S is two ninety nine because it's digital. So they they knocked it off like a few. Like almost like a hundred bucks or something. That's the S series, then, right? Yeah, and then the X is the one with disc, and I'm not sure if both have a terabyte hard drive. But if they both have a terabyte hard drive, dude, getting the S is gonna be fucking great, dude. I, I do, know. I, I do think that they both. I, I want to say that they're the exactly the same almost, but one is just <laughs> digital. Yeah, and I want to hate. I, I hate console wars, but dude, that, this. This pricing, dude, and for them to release it first against the PS5, which I think, I don't know, I don't think PS5 is going to want to lower their cut after seeing this, because there was talks of it being very, like, costing a lot of money of it, but I doubt it, dude, maybe they'll make it just equally the same. I'm not too sure. What you think about it, uh, uh, Wes? That's another hard one. Um... I mean, they the the consoles look nice. I'm glad that it's, like, they're trying to go, like, more compact, it seems like, with the Xbox. yeah. And did I see that it has like a, an, an its own internal speaker or something like that? On the uh, on the S, yeah, yeah. The, the, that little round thing on top. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure about the X, but the S looks like it has a speaker on top. I think it's just the. Uh, I think they just. I think that's just like the the vent for the uh, keep it cool. Oh really? Yeah, but I think they did that to make it look different to like kind of set it apart from the X. The Series X or yeah, X Series want to just go with a smaller version of that. That would be kind of weird. Like just oh, we have a digital version. I don't know. Maybe it would have been fine. But yeah, that's that's my news on the X, uh, the Xbox, dude. I'm I'm kind of glad because I was I was hoping something in the 500 range. I knew it's it's not a big deal for me to not upgrade my gaming and my movies and everything that I can do on an Xbox. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> and then on some other news, I got a list from basically. Uh, a piggyback off our last episode, a list of best movies from uh, Paul Thomas Anderson from uh, by the Cinema Blend. Uh, they ranged eight movies, and I'm the first one is going to be number eight is Hard Fight, uh, 1996. Okay. Uh, seven's Inherent uh, Vice, 2014. Six, or uh, yeah, six is going to be Magnolia, which is amazing to me. You think it'd be higher? Um, five is Punch uh, Drunk Love. Nice. Four is Boogie Nights. Three, Phantom Th- uh, Thread. Yep. Two, The Master. And number one will be There Will Be Blood. What you guys think of this list by Cinema Blend? I agree. I think Boogie Nights probably should have been a, a, like a little higher. I think Boogie Nights is definitely better than The Master. Top three. Definitely. Yeah, I think so. I don't. They all they are very all solid movies. Like it's hard to best them, especially if they put it in a category of eight. Um, that's amazing though that there will be bloods number one. I mean, I know it's a crazy 
drama. But I would think, yeah, dude, there's a lot of them that should be. I guess we all can make our own top three of his movies, I guess, in our own opinions, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then one other thing, one other piece I have for us is my last piece is that uh, an AI casting program has chosen Henry Cavill as James Bond. That's uh, that's crazy to me that they have AI casting programs for movies and shit, dude. So that shows that an AI. <laughs> like literally could see Henry Cavill being James Bond like this is the perfect fit you know what I mean even though we know it's not true like that's, that's a rumor a lot of people rumored that he was gonna he wanted it or he was gonna be casted as James Bond mm-hmm. but that's that's fucking crazy dude that they have AI like casting that's 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 crazy yeah and I know he's uh I know I'm pretty sure that he's still uh, a potential um candidate yeah, candidate for that. I know he has to be in at least the top five. Um, I don't know of any actors. I mean, um, I know at one point, maybe a couple of years ago, two, three years ago, Idris Elba was considered to be uh, on, on the list as well. Uh, who knows? I mean, um, I, we'll, we'll probably find out in a year or two after this the next one movie. comes out. Yeah, the new one comes out, which they just dropped the trailer actually uh, last week. Yeah, dude. Right after we got done recording, so that looks pretty interesting as well. Yeah, Anna Darmus just fucking drop kicking fools. Dang, <laughs> she's bad, and she can. She's bad, and she's bad. All right, <laughs> is like you feel me? Movie where, where we'll see her like literally fight. I don't know. If I've ever seen her ever fight in a movie. Like, have you guys? You guys seen her fight in movies? No, I think I've only seen her in more like dramatic mo- dramatic roles. Yeah, that's kind of cool, dude. Hell yeah. I'm with that. And the arm is kicking some ass, dude. And that's it for my news. I'll pass it along to Wes. And Netflix got a real one. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Scored. Wesley, what you got for us? You got some You got some interesting news? Yes, I have a couple, was it three pieces? All right, first, nice. up, first up, John Favreau, um, the uh, showrunner of the Mandalorian series, has officially announced season two will be eight episodes long. And it's going to return on October 30th, 2020 for Disney+. Plus. I'm excited for that. Are they um, still making it 30-minute episodes or something like that? They, he, I think they said that um, they're going to be varying length. So no, none of them are going to be the same <clears throat> length. Varying, varying time? Uh-huh. Okay. Nice. So they definitely try to fit in our episodes maybe, but they had to cut it some out. Maybe I'm not too sure. So that would be amazing to see once it's out. For sure. Not too long of a wait, maybe just the, with the pretty much the rest of the month, this month, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to appreciate people that are are the the performers that are pushing through COVID, so it's kind of cool. Moving on into some kind of more random news, uh, MGM has announced that they are working on a RoboCop prequel, which explores the world of a young Dick Jones, who was the big baddie from the original RoboCop, uh, which was released in 87. Because everybody wants to see that, right? Yeah, very, (laughs) very odd. Odd, odd choice. Um, uh, And to close out news, Donald Glover aka Childish Gambino's uh, Atlanta series has been faced with delays both uh, for both the third and fourth season due to wow. the coronavirus which is kind of wow. sad it's sad because uh, that show's uh, really good but at least they haven't cancelled it you know we're just gonna have to wait a little longer it's definitely a good show I, I, I've 
I haven't, I'm not caught up all the way, but it is definitely entertaining. I'm late to that, yeah. as among other shows. <laughs> Moving oh, on. Um, oh, well, yeah. One thing, well, one thing we didn't get to talk about is, uh, um, I know I talked about the uh, the Batman uh, the trailer because I wasn't there on the episode with uh, DC fandom, but uh, he has uh, Robert Pattinson has contracted uh, coronavirus. Oh, yeah. yeah, so that is that is actually uh, being delayed. So that's uh, that sucks. I remember when the news came out saying that someone on the set had uh, coronavirus, and so they're they're halting production. And then maybe a day later, or a few hours later, they ended up releasing the statement that it was actually Robert Pattinson who uh, had coronavirus. So hopefully he gets better and is able to continue, and then he gets healthy. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully no one else is, was affected uh, by by him on the, while on the set. You know. Yeah, that would definitely halt the progress because hopefully. we know that it's fully not not even fifty percent done. So that halt will be that's going to be halted by due to the time like of its release, maybe because they still have to edit it and everything. So since we're throwing out bonus news, also go check out the uh, the new Dune uh, teaser. Yeah, I like the I like the uh, outfits in that fucking. Is it a movie or is, what is it again? Is it a movie? Yeah, it's yeah. a movie. It's a movie. It's a movie. Yeah, the, that outfits look amazing. Are very like reminiscent to Fallout for me. Like in the power suits and shit, it makes everyone look small and shit. Crazy cast. Yeah. <laughs> also, of course, Dune was pushed back from its original slated uh, release release date, along with what James said with uh, Wonder Woman. So I don't know. Yeah, I heard. Um, well, on top of that, Wonder Woman news. I know uh, that a Wonder Woman might push back Dune into uh, 2021 if it, if that ends up happening. Because I know November is really um, packed with uh, with movies. I believe that are coming out. So I that was well. That was one of the rumors that also that they might actually push back Dune for Wonder Woman for that December release date. Yeah. Most likely. That, I mean, that's a big thing that could happen, you know? Yeah. With how big Wonder Woman will be, regardless, whenever it drops. Um, moving on to Rex, then? Yeah. Yeah. And now it's time for the weekly recommendations. Go ahead. All right. Uh, I'll go first. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I have two. Uh, my first one is Lovecraft Country. Oh, uh, just started watching this. Uh, I believe they're. Are they done with the with the season? Was no. You mean like what they've released already? No, I don't think. Yeah. So. Okay. I, I didn't know if it was if the the. It's a continuous series, right? It's not just a, a one-off. Yeah, it's not a mini series that I know of. Okay, okay. Um, I'm only, I think, on episode four, um, and I believe there's about six episodes that they have out right now, um, if I'm not mistaken. But definitely check that out. It is uh, extremely crazy and weird. Uh, it's from the mind of uh, uh, Jordan Peele. Uh, J.J. Abrams uh, and Misha Green so those guys uh, know what they're doing yeah. um, I'm really surprised that uh, that J.J. Abrams did a movie I mean a, a series like this because it's so 
to me, it seems out of his like wheelhouse. But um, AJ Abrams. Yeah, but it's it's definitely entertaining. It's so creepy and like supernaturally, and it's awesome. Definitely check it out. It's on HBO. You can if you have HBO Max, you can stream it there as well. So check that out. Um, and then my other pick is on Amazon Prime right now. Um, super like a, a sleeper movie that I never heard of before uh, is called Cosmos. It, I believe they, uh, when I did the research. I- hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. After the movie, because I wanted to know, you know, how much they made this movie for and, and, and whatnot, because it was a really great uh, just everything in this in this movie seemed really um, kind of like a a plus uh, in terms of production and everything like that. And they only made it for about six or seven thousand yeah. dollars. And um, it reminded me a lot of like a, a Spielbergy type of movie, like ET almost. Uh, definitely check it out. These guys they basically listen to space and then they. They catch on, uh, or they hear a, a pretty interesting sound coming from beyond our planet, and um, it's pretty, pretty weird from there. So definitely check that one out as well. It's very fun uh, if you like if you like space and and kind of like uh, stuff like that. Definitely check it out. Cosmos. Awesome. Cosmos. And, and uh, Lovecraft Country, right? Yes. Tiny. For sure, dude. Uh, my only uh, rec for this week is 2015's 2015's Master of None. Uh, this comedy drama, two se- it's two seasons in. Um, there was rumors of it being canceled for a third, but that's small. And it has an amazing a uh, 100% on Rotten. Nice. So yeah, and this one's uh, basically a loosely based like the loosely based life of Aziz Azari's life dude so uh, check it out if you haven't uh, it's pretty fun um, also one of the cast members in the in the main focus is in this one uh, Eric Warnheim from Tim and Eric so uh, look out for Masters of Nuns. it's fun it's on Netflix check it out nice oh, yeah. cool so I only had uh, two this week uh, the first one is I want to give a shout out to James, who I know covered this as it was being made, and then Diego, who wrecked this last week. Uh, you cannot kill David Arquette. I got to sit down and watch it in its entirety, and it's a beautiful uh, documentary. And it, um, I think it's it's amazing, dude. Like David Arquette fucking killed it. It's so good. You guys got to check it out. I think I might watch that tonight. Yeah, you won't. Uh, re- what was it watched on again? Like, where did you? Where were you able to see it again? The, oh, uh, it's on uh, VOD right now. VOD, 
Yeah, so probably got to pay a couple bucks, rent it for four ninety nine or something. But it's called uh, You Cannot Kill David Arquette about his uh, redemption into the uh, wrestling culture. And then uh, moving on, <clears throat> since we're talking about wrong cops, I thought it'd only be fair to uh, to recommend uh, 2010's Rubber from Quentin, Quentin Depew. <laughs> Uh, which is basically a, a, literally a film about a killer tire uh, who rolls around and uh, chooses his victims while being kind of spectated by random people. <laughs> I remember hearing that uh, they were making a movie about that, and I was like, what the? F- like, what the? Like, really? <laughs> it's definitely one of those check it out once, and you're going to be like, wow. Like, did I, <laughs> you know, I really go through that right now? Like, type movies. Yeah, it's it's very, it's super weird. Even more weird than Wrong Cops. I think Wrong Cops is probably a lot more digestible than Rubber is um, from a filmmaking aspect. You know what, though? I think they should make more movies like that, like, with random shit, like, like uh, random shit killing people or something. Like, that's just... I don't know, man. They should just go back into that again. Like, people, like directors. I guess people want a good story, but, you know. <laughs> Leave it to Magnet Entertainment to bring you, like, yeah. the, weir- the weirdest shit, dude. They always... They really always... push that out, right? Yeah. yeah <laughs> they do. I love Magnet, dude. That's one of my favorites, dude. Of all time right now. Yep. And that's, uh, that's the end of the Rex? Unless you guys got anything else to add? No, that's it, man. That's it. Pushing into uh, Tiny's movie focus then. And now for the movie focus of the week. Alright, so this week we're talking about Wrong Cops. It's from 2013. It's a comedy slash crime film. It runs at 1 hour and 34 minutes and it's got a 55 on Rotten. uh, Written and directed by Quentin Depew, starring Eric Roberts, Mark Burnham, Eric DeJore, Marilyn Manson, Ray Wise, Steve Little, and Arden Mir. Set in the near future where a police department and their adventures into depravity, including drug trafficking, sexual harassment, theft, assault, and all is revealed in this wild and racky ride. Quentin Depew is a 46-year-old French filmmaker who also makes electronic music under the alias Mr. Moiso. The film in question tonight is Wrong Cops, which is as over-the-top and insane as the title would lead you to believe. The oversaturated and bright cinematography gives this picture a unique look that really adds to the obvious exploitation-slash-grindhouse vibes it is going for. The music does its job, establishing a fun tone throughout with some characters even bringing in a meta-feel by referencing the music itself. Much like Quentin's 2010 effort Rubber, Wrong Cops is likely to offend and excite in equal measure. Thank you. Nice. Nice. I will agree, dude, that it does offend. All right, Denaris, uh so the question I always kick off these episodes with, what made you pick Wrong Cops? What does it mean to you, and uh, why do you uh, why do you love it? First off, I chose Wrong Cops because it's a movie that I talk daily with, you know, him as Admiral Atlas daily. We can, it's a movie that I could highly reference, like, like all the time, 
in everyday life. It fucking has the cheekiest comedy, very crude, rude, um, very funny moments uh, that me and Vic can relate to through music and um, and just like the, the choice cast, if you notice, was very interesting as well. You see some people like some of them were in Dark Knight, um, just very crazy, crude movie. I, I, I could reference it all day, watch this a lot, laugh at many different scenes, talk about them with me and him. Uh, not, not very many people uh, have seen this that I know of, especially like you guys. I was just, I'm pretty sure, a first time watcher. So, and shout out to fucking um, um, Elijah because he's the one that recommended it to me this movie to me a long time ago dude and i fell in love with it ever since dude like and these are the kind of movies i go for like very crude different you don't know what the fuck the movie's doing and and it still comes to be you know so this is why i love this movie ron cops dude uh, not much else i can say dude and it's like i would like what i would like to know is like your guys's first impressions dude as first time watchers and stooping this low with me to watch this film you know what i mean <laughs> so uh we'll start off with i guess uh james since i would love to hear like how crazy this film if not if it's not good anything dude like what did you what did you feel or get out of this movie dude um <laughs> it's very different um what i got out of it uh not so much <laughs> anything um <laughs> Um, to me, this is definitely, uh, I can see my brother enjoying this movie. Uh, and I say that because he is a stoner and I think this is a stoner's movie. I don't know if that makes sense. I'm not trying to pigeonhole this into a, I'm not trying to pigeonhole it into a, in a, into only a specific group of people that will enjoy this. Um, but there was, I will say there were, there were some moments that were, funny and then there were some that i was just like when this movie started i i I was i thought it was like uh i I don't know i thought it was gonna (laughs) i thought it was i'm not trying to shit on it but i'm i when it started and the kid was running or riding his bike into the alley with the guy with the the cop with the rats the quality and stuff i was like okay this movie is has to get better right and it kind of stayed right there um it's a very different movie. There was some. I, I'm I'm not trying to be mean at all. Um, yeah. So I don't I don't want you to take it as like this is like the stupid pick or anything like that. But um, yeah, I, I'll say this movie's probably not. Uh, <laughs> I might recommend it to my brother. And maybe a couple you don't of go other for it, right? Yeah, it's not a movie that I would like seek out, uh, but it's definitely entertaining in some parts. And then questionable in other parts, but uh, it, it's definitely a wild ride. Definitely, dude. I agree, dude. Like, there's so many people that just, for me, in my opinion, probably you would need to be a stoner, or um, maybe you would have to know Mr. Oizio. He is French, and you might have to get that side of life, maybe. Uh, being French, French comedy is very different from Americans' comedy, so, uh, or any other type of comedy, so. I think like it's very interesting and he went hard dude like there is like the F bomb and there is like a bunch of other shit like like very crude 
uh, you would be like, oh, wow, did they really just do that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and there's nothing really too crazy, like, when they do it, but it's very crude. Yeah, not, it's very not, yeah there's, there's not very many crazy things that happen in this movie, but but there's, they're just so, like, off the wall and random. and Like, very non-PC, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, it was super weird. Like, when the, the other cop is just standing there next to the girls doing yoga or stretching in the park, and he's, yeah, like, hump, and he's like, humping the air. Yeah, dude, and he just point, and he like <laughs> he asked one of the girls for her li- license and registration. Dude. That's a that's a funny scene, dude. And he's like, "What's your? Go ahead and write your phone number down here on this uh, pad, neatly, yes. and, and and so I can read it." Your cellular. I'm gonna need you. To, I need you to meet me down at the office. We need to talk about this ASAP. <laughs> and he pulls out the gun and he's like, "Show me your breasts." It's just like yeah, dude. pulls out the mace and fucking just maces him in the face. <laughs> Oh my she, god! Like, this was a big joke, like, and she just doesn't care. And it was great, dude. I like, I like that scene. Dude. Is that the, that's the one of my favorite scenes? I just love this whole movie, but still, that's the real, the real dude from uh, Tim and Eric, right? Yeah, Eric Warnheim, dude. Yeah, he's funny. When do you, when he gets pepper sprayed, he's like, "Wait, show me your booby." <laughs> Yeah, dude, that is so great, dude. Like, I just, I don't know, man. The the comedy, dude. I don't know. Like, there's so much comedy, but I guess you would really have to get it. It would suck that if you didn't really get it, because like, I don't know. Maybe you're not like me or people that do get it. You know what I mean? So, like, that's why I like I chose this movie. It's good that we're talking about it now, then later. You know what I mean? And well, I would like to know uh, Wes's like impressions for, as well, dude. Like. Because since he's seen Rubber, he's more familiar with this kind of uh, directing, low budget, low, low everything, everything lo-fi. And you know how we do music over here, Wesley, we keep it lo-fi. So what would you want to, how would you like get anything out of this or what would you think like for yourself on this movie? Um, I'm more, I think I'm more open to obscure stuff like this. And this really reminded me of like, uh, Astron 6 and like Father's, was it, uh, Father's Day and, and weird shit like that. Or like, um, Toxic Avenger, like weird, uh, <laughs> weird off the wall, uh, B movies. Like that's exactly the aesthetic that they were going for. And I think that they, they killed it. Even, um, like it looks like it was shot as a television show for IFC like if you watch some of their television it's very much um, in that same kind of format so it's funny that they, they put this out um, I thought it was very very funny very anti-PC like Tiny was saying um, I'm surprised that they got away with this but it's so it's so undercover like I couldn't even really find any real swan facts for this one you know there's not much ground to cover for this film as weird as it is it's, i guess it's yeah it's so underground and if you even look at the cover art is offensive even the cover art dude it just says wrong cops and it has like an overweight dude's chest like hanging out of his of his uh butt, yeah. of his button up <laughs> it's like what yeah, I, I didn't. Want, I, I ended up renting it on uh, on Apple TV or Apple whatever. Um, but my grandma, my grandma has my Apple stuff on her TV also. I know she goes in there and, and kind of sees what I watch and kind of gets <laughs> ideas on 
what to watch and I was like oh my god I hope she doesn't open like <laughs> and, and then the just list. see some like guys just overweight chests on the screen <laughs> dude honestly dude honestly dude and to bounce back off that man my dad loves this movie dude he loves it dude we could we I he's like he also we could watch this together all day dude he'll just fucking start cracking up dude the first time he's here dude it brought me so much joy to me to see this this guy laugh so much at a movie that I think not many people would laugh at, dude. Like, so that was so fucking dope to me, dude. I was like, my dad loves this movie, and he loves also Mr. Oyo's new music, dude. Because my dad grew up around the disco times, and he could say, like, yeah, this is very disco music, dude. Like, but, like, new age disco. Like, so he was just, like... He, he, he loved it, dude. He, like, also danced to the movie, dude. It's so good, dude. Like, if um, a uh, basically almost a 60-year-old man could fucking dig this movie, that goes to show, like, some people are taking a lot of good movies way too seriously, dude. Like, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if, uh, if a, few, a 60-year-old man could get enjoyment out of this... Maybe your grandma, or you said your grandma? Yeah. Your grandma will like this too, dude. Honestly, it might be right up her alley. Like, you never know, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you never know. I have shown definitely many friends this movie, dude, and they just all got a blast out of it, dude. All got a blast out of it. Maybe because they've already hang out with me. I got already crude <laughs> humor myself. Uh, I'm PC, but, you know, sometimes you got to be a little loose. And and crack like some good jokes, dude. Like, and that's definitely what this movie said. Fuck it. Like, we're gonna just put that on film. <laughs> like, it's, uh, it's like funny. if you could remember any cool moments, huh? I was Go gonna. Ahead. I was just gonna say it's really it's funny that because they are able to get away with it because their their main characters are cops and nobody gives a really a shit about like how cops are seen or portrayed or you know like in film it's notorious through years and years of even just cinema and television like cops have been kind of portrayed as as shitty or like kind of scum yeah scummy or like two-faced you know not not always of course there are the the good cops out there in in the tv and film universe but i feel like that's why they were able to get away with this It, it was almost like uh like Reno nine one one, like with the fucking gauge up to eleven, you know. Yeah, yeah. I can feel that, dude. Like definitely Reno, they're like a Borat level of comedy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I think I could talk about it, like specifically all day with people that feel similar. Uh, to show somebody, like I even have a friend that doesn't watch any of this, and the other day he was just like, "Oh, hey man, what's that movie you show me with with the cops?" And I was like wrong cops you know what i mean so uh it goes to show like this movie if, if somebody watches it, it some people will like love it dude and i was just like amazed and i'm amazed that elijah our homie elijah mine and wes is fucking like just was down to if you know me and wes know elijah that guy got some crazy movies dude and he continuously looks for stuff like that dude. like and <laughs> Like no joke, dude. I love that's our homeboy. Shouts out to Elijah. He's very good at picking like, uh, like every single movie that he's told me to watch. I feel bad about watching immediately after. <laughs> he uh, Eli- um, he showed me a Serbian film, <laughs> James. That guy. Yeah. Not, not not David, but 
before David said, because David, uh, you know, my buddy was like, oh, you guys should do a Serbian film on the podcast. But before that, years before, um, Eli was like, hey, uh, Fry's has a Serbian film for like $5, the director's cut, dude. Go down there and buy it. And, and you're welcome or whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. So I went and I bought it because I I, tr- I trust his I trust I trusted his his, his um his taste yeah his taste and and then I watched that film and I was just like holy shit dude this is like on a whole nother level of of fucked up but you know shout out to Eli but go back uh, go back Tiny what were you saying about uh, other topics for this yeah. He, he, he definitely like dude it's definitely not a taste for everyone dude like I could tell um, like I could tell in uh, James's uh, view of the movie uh, definitely like this movie is not um, I would just say like not Marvel not anything like not Nolan you could tell obviously if anything it's a very downgraded Magnolia because there is like certain <laughs> patterns there is a climax of people you know very very like okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes ChumbaCasino.com. No With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like 2% of Magnolia's in this film. Well, like 2%. <laughs> like, that's... <best> for- <laughs> I, see, I see what you're saying. Like, how they all the characters are kind of interconnected in a, in a way. Yeah. And that's why I, I do like that. And my, my, um, if we were to talk about favorite characters... Mine would have to be the fucking most relatable guy in, in the movie is the one I caught for. That was my favorite <laughs> character in this movie, dude. He said, my, this, tr- this music is not trash, all right? <laughs> you, don't, you don't know nothing about music. I worked for I worked for three months on this song. And he's like, really? Well, Michael Jackson wrote Thriller in five minutes. I got his fucking agent on the phone. I'll call him up. He'll corroborate my story. Five minutes. Officer Ruff, dude, the one I caught, dude. He's most relatable probably to me and Vic because we're also uh, beat makers and musicians. But the whole theme of him was basically basically to me. I thought. He is Quentin Depew in this movie, but like as a cop, like, <laughs> like I don't know, in a certain way to me, uh, because he definitely uses Oizio's mu- mu- music, and I think in one of Oizio's album art covers, he, I think he, I don't know if he looks like a cop, but he has like shades, those shades that cop wear, I forget what they're called, aviators? but that's one of the album, work. yeah, aviators, dude. He has one of those on. It's fucking great. It, uh, if you don't know Mr. Oizio's music, dude, it's fucking good, dude. Like. 
Uh, I don't know if you've heard any songs besides what's in this movie, uh, James, but it's pretty. His stuff's bumps, dude, and it, it, that shit excites me. It's very good. It's not American. Um, very not American, even though he has a studio in L.A., so that's why he can make a whole movie on cops in L.A., so he has like a a crazy feel for that area you know you know what i mean mm-hmm. and he that's probably what he thinks of like americans like this is what he thinks like like uh that america is but with his comedy you know what i mean uh, i thought it was uh pretty funny with um what's the cop's name the, the main cop they're following around the old duke. Oh, duke yeah duke. he uh when he's like he seems kind of like homophobic but then he's in the, he's in the, the hotel room with that big ass buff dude from Reba. Yes, and <laughs> from Shameless. I yeah, he's in Shameless too. Yeah, and he, he's a he's a oh my that's hilarious. And he's in a dress. Oh man, and uh, Very nice I just thought it was so funny. He's like, oh, and then the um, the lady cop uh, Shirley. She shows him the uh, the police woman. She shows him the. The, the gay the gay magazine the porn magazine or play, whatever it was and then he, he's like oh man what are you showing me this for this is for queers or something like that yeah that that sunshine dude sunshine was also one of my favorite characters yeah he was pretty funny I don't like that kid looking at me <laughs> what are you doing eating in this shit oh this shit made me shit for two days but he says it like in front of everybody and nobody pays attention and he just plops a dead rat on the counter. And then he immediately talks, they both talk shit to that little kid, dude. Like, Don't look at my friend while he's eating. Don't even look at him when he's not eating. And they go, they look both upset when they turn around. <laughs> like, he really, like, that little kid ruined their day, dude. Like, it's so good. <laughs> uh, man, I'm glad that you can, like, you can get the glimpse of comedy, like, it, it, it's very out there, dude. No, I, I'm not. I'm not saying it wasn't funny. There are funny parts, but then this whole movie seems so weird to me. The music too. If you don't get it, like how he does the uh, that dramatic synth, the the in the middle of the movie, like you're just like, what the? And but there's nothing epic happening. It's just scenes flipping or something. <laughs> it, it, it's just like, yeah, dude. It, it you could say it's all over the place, but I think it's not, dude. It, there's definitely intention in the movie like definitely a weird intent intention like uh if you catch this when the uh the one-eyed cop goes to a music producer who uh i think his name is kurt full feeler um his name is um kurt feeler's character is the music producer and he tells them you guys got a good marketing going on you know you got the uh the, the the black one-eyed cop and the semi-dead homeless guy or something like that and then um, basically he snaps he's like uh, he snaps his fingers twice and he's like no we're for real dude uh, I'm really a one-eyed cop and this guy's really dying like it was hilarious dude like that goes to show like he was about it dude and he wanted to show him music and himself as is like but like, if you notice the girlfriend or the girl that he's helping cheat on, she's like, "There's no way uh, nobody's gonna like a cop's music, are they?" And he's like, "Yeah, of course they are." Like, <laughs> like he's just agreeing that he's gonna make it, dude. But uh, basically, my point is, he tells them that it, basically, like about anything or about being commercial, 
that it's 95% about marketing and 5% about talent. So like he's basically basically that's what I think this movie's about. Like it's 95% marketing for Mr. Oizio and 5% display talent, which is all of his talent in this in this whole entire film and the music. It's all him, dude, besides the cast doing their thing for the movie. I think that's that's what makes this movie amazing to me. Like imagine you can make beats and then you can make like a low grade movie like this and it's all yours dude like and many would say oh they shouldn't have never done this movie or something like but that's why it's not meant for those type of people those are the types of people that look for big movies that like seeing big movies succeed overdoing it i think but it's cool you got your things you like you know what i mean so this this is what i like you know that's that's the difference between those guys and me and you know I love this movie, man. <laughs> it's fucking great comedy. What, what about would you guys? What would you? What would you guys' favorite character be if we can go into that? Uh, for me, it would be Duke because he's such a weirdo asshole. Like even when you you meet him with the kid in the in the in the first shot when he's he tries to say, "Oh, like I'm sorry." He's like, "Don't fucking tell me about your life. I don't give a fuck." <laughs> <laughs> he says, "Uh." Don't give. I don't give a fuck about your karate instructor, okay? And like, because the kid tells them about like, oh, I was late for class at my karate instruction, <laughs> and you could. It, it was kind of like the movie's like semi-racist a little bit too. Like, um, when he like with the, I guess Duke's uh, he gets a new way to sell his weed with fish, and he and he gets it from the Asian guy, and he is like, what the fuck is this? Like, how am I gonna sell any of my shit now? Look at this, it fucking stinks. Like, that was pretty funny, dude. And then, like, oh man, that's intense. Like, imagine, like, smoking anything out of a fish. Like, oh, dude, that's fucking gross. And then, towards the end, when they're at the, the funeral, um, uh, Duke is like, li- lights up a J in his car, and then, uh, his buddy comes over and he's like, oh, is that, like, is that your joint that smells like fish? And he's like, no. And he just rolls up the window. <laughs> and then he starts flipping out, dude. I think it's because... He's like, what? This one, like, fish over here. <laughs> oh, okay. hey, you. Who's the little girl? Who's that? Hey, hey, little bitch. Is it you who smells like fish? <laughs> like, I, are you guys surprised that they were down to do something like that? Vivid, dude? Like, <laughs> like, I don't think I've heard, like, anybody call, like, a little girl a little bitch in a movie in, like, a long time, dude. Like, a long time. The, the writing re- reminded me uh, very reminiscent of uh, like Napoleon Dynamite, like super random and and like dry. Yeah, yeah. Because if you watch Napoleon Dynamite, like like your third time, you're like, uh, like you're like it's very dry. You know what I mean? It's a good movie. Though. I love Napoleon, dude, for that dry humor. Like it, it does, it does have that same like the scenes that like it. scenes that don't make any sense. But, like, they're in the movie for no reason. It's like, okay. Right? Why not put it in there, dude? <laughs> and especially how low budget they are, dude. I, 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 would, I would love to, like, botch ideas and then throw them in a movie. Like, why not, dude? <laughs> um, I guess if you know pop culture, there's a lot of... I, since there's... If you got your own facts, I got mine. Uh, you, you can see the, the dad from that 70s show in this, mo- in this movie. Yeah, too, it's dude. Bob. Bob's in it. 
um, more pop culture news or, or my little facts is that you can see Diplo in this movie. Um, you can see Flying Lotus in this movie. It's been basically Duke's fucking uh, going out handing weed rats rats full of weed in the, uh, and you can see him dropping it off to some people that are movie stars. You can see the Cheever's jacket that Vic's all about. Uh, Mr. Adam Atlas is all about is in this movie. And if you have never seen Cheever's, also by Mr. Oizu, it's a French film. It's fucking dope as well, dude. Cheever's is also like very random, like this movie. Uh, what else? Rubbers in this movie. Basically, when Sunshine uh, has to basically kill a guy in this movie, he walks in on his wife and his daughter, and they're watching Rubber, dude. It's right there on the TV screen. <laughs> yeah, I thought that scene was so weird because he's like, "Oh, what are you watching?" And he's like, "Oh, we're watching a great movie." And he shows a bunch of like tires on fire. Rubber, and, then, <laughs> and then he starts talking some more, and then like he looks over at the TV. He's like, "Oh, yeah, this movie's really great." And it's just more tires burning. I was like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" Like, what the hell? <laughs> it tell you, dude. It's ninety five percent marketing, five percent talent, dude. <laughs> but what are they? What, what are they marketing? Me. I don't even know what they're marketing. It's Mr. Ozio marketing himself in move between movies and his music. Basically, think of that, like Mr. Ozio. It's him marketing his directing, his music. Um, what else can you think of? Maybe like his art and comedy. It's definitely it's original in like that's what I was saying in my intro. I feel like the music alone really brings this piece alive. Yeah, if, imagine if you watched it without it, dude, you would just think these are a bunch of mad motherfuckers, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like the music kind of breaks up the monotony and the dryness. And uh, if you like that style of music, it's pretty, it's fun and weird because you. I don't know. There's nothing quite like this out out there, I think. Yeah, dude, I was surprised that, like, none of you guys seen it. I thought because most of you knew Mr. Oizio, but maybe not many of you, like, you guys got that Mr. Oizio was Quentin Depew. Uh, not many people still know that. Um, like, right now, they still don't know that, dude, that, that they're the same person. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. They could be... It could be uh, definitely, obviously... Uh, confusing because it's a, an alias, you know, and you're just like, oh shit, like that's the same person. It's crazy. Uh, I was gonna say I like the uh, the scene where they're uh, it's uh, what's the 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 black the one eyed cop's name? The black guy? Uh, rough. Uh, rough, rough. I was gonna say rush. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when uh, he shows the two other cops his music through his flip phone. And, oh, at the end. Oh, and he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, this movie is great. He's like, man, I just feel like dancing. Like, in the club, just full of dudes, though. No girls. Just all guys. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, all, all dudes, man. No, no girls at all. It's a badass. And you could tell uh, those two cops were, like, gay, dude. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, that was a crazy cameo from uh, Taco. From, um... What's the, what's the show on FX? Uh, uh, the fantasy football one, right? Yeah, uh-huh. The league, uh, the league. Is it, the, is league. the league, the league, yeah. Yeah, fucking Taco, dude. He's awesome. Yeah. Have you seen his music videos? Yeah, I have. Yeah. <laughs> his, oh, my God. My buddy, Steven, uh, he's the one who put me onto those videos. are so fucking insane. <laughs> he's so funny. Yeah, dude. I think this movie's great, like, for pop culture, dude. Honestly, like, it has very out there pop culture, dude. And then you would have to be specific, like, Eric, Tim and Eric... 
Eric in there, the guy, uh, what's his name? Uh, Eric Roberts. That's a semi, like, B-list actor. He was in, what, The Dark Knight. He was one of the mob bosses, dude. Um, I think it, back in the, the, in the, the, the dude, not many. And back Madison. in the, um, Eric Roberts back in the, like, the late 80s and 90s, he was a big, big name. And then he kind of fell off and started doing the, the straight to DVD thing. And, and it was kind of random when they brought him in as Falcone. And yeah, because yeah, you were just like, what? Y- you hadn't seen him for so long, and then it's just Eric Roberts, and then he just. It's funny though because you like you you recognize him or at least us like who, who have yeah. grown up in the nineties and stuff and seen those movies, but we're like, I haven't seen this guy in forever. Yeah, and he just and shows then he's up, in, and then he's in Batman. Okay, and then he's in Ron yeah, Cox. Yeah, <laughs> he even like he even plays like a, a Hollywood actor in this movie, like. Uh, when Duke goes up to him, he's like, "So, man, uh, uh, what you been up to?" He's like, "You know, uh, I'm, I got a new job with uh, some a new film or something." And he was like, "Oh, nice." He's uh, he's uh, it's a new miracle film. Like, I, I don't know what that meant, but I think he meant like this film is like not known. And I think they were specifically talking about this movie itself. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if you guys got that. Where he, he basically talks about like his 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 that um, like him getting casted is like he's getting basically no budget films just like this one like he's he's beginning into these types of films where no one's known including himself now besides like if you know him uh, I I, I kind of got that dude oh it was yeah kind of cool like I was like Jesus dude like this movie's all really all about like L A because that was he I don't know if he's from L A but you can feel like. I feel like Mr. Oizio is making fun of L.A. a lot, dude. <laughs> Especially their cops. Like, imagine, like, this is basically what you think. He thinks of cops like this, like, 24-7, dude, in America. They're all douche, douchey fucking crazy people. Like, that's crazy, which he might not be wrong. <laughs> you, may, you guys remember when uh, when Renato finds out about the the money that so renato finds out that shirley has has got the money that was found earlier in the film and it's like thirteen thousand dollars cash that was found in somebody's backyard and shirley's stolen it and she wants to brag to renato and they go to the bat i think the bathroom or something and she's like yo look at this Uh, look what i got dude and renato's like dude do you know how much money's here? And he starts just grabbing something to pocket it. And she's like, dude, fuck, get your hands off or whatever. And he's like, do you, do you know how much money's here, bitch? <laughs> like the way he's, the way they deliver their lines I, is so man, weird. Man, the delivery is so really weird. Love, it's so hilarious. I really love the banter between those two, dude. It was so good. Basically, when they meet the, what's his name, Grant? from fucking uh, the Dash Simony show mm-hmm. uh, they, they go to his house and basically he's just murdered someone you could tell he just <laughs> murdered someone and they're like she was like he was like saying describing who that was and he was just like his neighbor that was his neighbor that he basically killed and she goes he, she goes up to him like yo there's gonna be no investigation <laughs> basically saying they don't give a fuck if he, he, she said like I don't give a fuck it's your dead neighbor, not mine. Like, <laughs> I was just like, "Wow, dude! I can't believe they like." <laughs> he's like, made me laugh He's like, "Don't, don't so you hardy. think it's kind of odd?" I mean, I thought you guys would think that I killed him because you know he went into my house and yeah, he's in he's he's dead. 
and, and they're just, like, oh, no, yeah. And then you notice she's just eating all his food and, like, saying it's all crappy and shit. She's like, how old is mozzarella? He's like, oh, it's about a week old. And then she takes a bite. She's like, more like three weeks old. Yeah. <laughs> and she puts it back. Yeah. That just goes, like, cops can fucking do whatever they want, dude. Like, <laughs> And they don't have to do an investigation. I'm like, damn. He's like, shouldn't you be taking notes or pictures or something? Uh, what about Manson's cameo was pretty great. Yeah. He, the way he looks, all like all weird. A big ass no kid. Makeup. No makeup. He's like, like basically. He's, he, he's just sitting by a tree when fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, Duke starts like peeing on the side of this building. He's like, you over there, what are you doing? He's like, oh, nothing, just like, you know, listening to music. And he's like, you you want to, what did he say? Like, you want to take a picture of my dick? He's like, I wasn't looking at it. I was looking over that way, over there. <laughs> <laughs> Pointing in a general direction. He, then he, this Duke just has enough. He's like, get over here. What are you doing? <laughs> Does your mom know you're a hooker, David Dolores Frank? <laughs> and then he... Like, i <laughs> They take him uh, later on. You find out that he was taken to uh, Duke's house, and they um, he makes him listen to like that, uh, like obnoxiously loud music on on, yeah, on his record. Yeah, on his on his record player. And Manson's just like, oh, it was like the most atrocious thing ever. Oh yeah, because he gets he gets uh, interviewed by the cops about who was the man that abducted him or his assailant. Uh, what's he called? Uh, and he's like, he was wearing underwear, listening to loud music. He was all upset and shit. <laughs> he's like, uh, I, Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I, I wish Manson got roles like this more often. Dude. He could like, or like anything like this. Yeah. Like, Manson, Manson could act, dude. Honestly. Yeah. Even if it's just something as subtle as him being, basically, he, I think he tried to play like a teenager or something. I don't, I'm not too sure. But he's like, um... Don't pref- I would I would like you to refer to uh, to him as my aggressor because he's aggressor, not yeah. he's not a normal he's not a normal person. <laughs> and then and then he sees them on like the cop uh, like the cops the, when they take a group photo. He's like, that's him. That's crazy, dude. Like, imagine going through that. And all, all it was for was music, dude. Like, <laughs> nothing else. Just, he wanted him to really listen to this song. It goes to show, like, those people that push uh, push people to look at something or, like, people that push movies onto other people so badly. I guess that's okay. Some people get annoyed by it. Like, I know uh, uh, Victor gets annoyed by that sometimes, or uh, Mr. Adam Alice, because he, he basically uh, doesn't not many people take the time for that stuff so it's annoying for people to push uh, music or push movies onto people sometimes even though you think they should really check it out you know so I think that was like a little weird homage to that stuff 
But Mr. Oyo said, fuck it. I'm going to make a cop do it for me in a movie. So, like, basically listen to my music. like, <laughs> And he made me do the, the, the conduit to that. I thought that was pretty great. I can like I got every little bit of comedy like the whole way in this movie, dude. I just was dying, dude. I couldn't believe it. What about um the end of the film uh, where Sun so Shun, Sunshine kills himself, and then they have like a proper uh, kind of cop ceremony, except for they don't really give nobody cares. <laughs> and uh, Ray's Ray Wise, who is from uh, like Event Horizon and a bunch of stuff, he plays Captain Andy, and uh, yeah. he's he's like supposed to give a speech, and he's like, "Sorry guys, like my wife's uh, actually in labor right now, so I can't hang out here all day." Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and then they he just didn't give a shit about sunshine. It felt like no one did. And they kicked the <laughs> his coffin like in the ground, all fucked up. Right in front of his wife and daughter. I was just like, man, dude. Because Sunshine was one of my favorite characters, dude. I was, <laughs> even though he was a dick as well. When he talks to the basically the uh, the little handicap, the handicapped chick, dude, and he and she was like, <laughs> like the- <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Basically, like she comes up to him, she's like, so basically, basically, people have their music turned off when they leave their car. And he's like, well, you're so, uh, what did you say? You're so, oh, she, she, said, she, she says, don't you think it's a little weird that, um, that you leave your car, your music on when you leave your car? He's like, don't you think it's a little weird yeah, <laughs> that you're, you're sitting in that little chair and you're rolling, you get rolling yeah, around. around. <laughs> and she tells him to go fuck himself. Dude. The women come off strong in this movie, dude. They just fucking one maces this this one tells him to fuck himself because literally he did fuck himself dude if you get the movie he he he's he's married uh to his wife but he also did gay porn uh that was one of the basically why he he got found out his daughter goes up to the backyard that he dug left the porn right there that he was in like a magazine and and he sees that and that's the end of sunshine he stabs himself in the neck with the shovel because i don't know why he just felt guilty or something i don't know they just did it dude i was like wow dude but yeah dude at the end of the movie that west was saying uh ray wise dude was a little dick and basically dick uh duke gives a a a speech because he hears uh ray wise and the one i caught because uh, one eye cop thinks that Ray Wise saluting to the sky was weird, even though someone was buried in the ground. Like you know what I mean? So that was pretty good too. He's like, I think it's a little weird, man. You're you're saluting the sky when this guy's buried in the ground. <laughs> like, and he's like, well, it looks fucking weird if you salute the ground. Look it, and he starts doing it and shit. Like, so. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. But Duke also like flips out, dude, because he did. Do he did smoke marijuana out of a fish, and you don't know what that shit has mercury, fish scales, and some nasty shit all over it, dude. Uh, and he just starts going on some like deep rant about uh, life and death at the end. Um, what does he say? He freaking says um, that this isn't the end, my brothers. We shouldn't cry for sunshine. We should cry for ourselves and it gets all deep after that and the movie kind of gets a little depressing but the 
I like how the movie picks up after all that depressing stuff and at the end you just see like them partying and shit and then it plays Mr. Ojo stuff cause then, if you played Mr. Ojo stuff anywhere you could fucking party to that shit dude to be honest some nice beats dude I've always been a fan of Mr. Oizio, a.k.a. Mr. Quentin Depew. So if you do hear this episode, uh, you the man, man. <laughs> In my personal opinion, among all Hollywood, you know, so. Awesome. And then. James. Uh, and then, yes. Go ahead. I was just going to say, well, what would you rate this? Uh, <laughs> it's got 55 on Rotten, man. Generous. Yeah, right? Um, I'd probably give it like a four. <laughs> I, I just didn't, I don't know. I wasn't feeling this movie. Is like that I it? said, I, had a, I don't know if it's because I'm not a stoner or or what. I don't know. I feel like this is like a perfect movie for like someone who's just like super high. I feel that. What would be uh, your rating, uh, Wes? For, the, uh, for Round Cops, I give it a... Seven, seven and a half. Seven, seven and a half. I would say, I would say just about that, dude. It, it's not on the scales of like the last movies we were doing in these past weeks: Magnolia, Memento, Chasing Emmy. Never, never going to be in that high standard. Um, so yeah, dude, a seven, if anything, because there's a lot of bad movies out there, dude. A lot of bad movies, and I don't think this is one of them. <laughs> I really don't Maybe yeah Like you won't be into it Maybe if you're not a stoner uh, Maybe if you don't listen To that kind of music um, I thought the cast was good dude If you like If if you're into pop culture You'll notice Bits and pieces of this cast Instantly um, For sure That's what I would That's why it, it, It's a strong seven For sure Is that all we got for this one? I know it, 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 You probably gotta watch it Multiple times If you don't watch it Yeah You you know, there's less to talk about. If Mr. Admiral Atlas was on here and he would put me and him would could banter about it like all day, dude. We were already doing it before the the podcast happened. Um so that you know, it's definitely a pick or choose type movie between people, like not for everyone. Definitely. I'm glad to do this movie because it's not for everyone. I'm probably if I keep on this podcast, I'm probably gonna still do movies that are not for everyone. Uh, so, you know, you know how I do, dude. Yeah, no, no, we appreciate that, man. Bringing something new to the mix—that's god, uh, that's cool. Yeah, if it wasn't for you, I would probably never even heard of this movie. And also, I thought like all the last movies we were doing were super downer movies. I had to like kick it up, if not kick it down a notch. <laughs> So that's why I chose this one. I was like, we gotta flip, we gotta flip the script. And plus, our horror nights working. So yeah, I thought this was a good way to to send her send her into that. Hi, this is Eric Wareheim, Hollywood actor. I'm calling uh, with somewhat of an emergency. Um, uh, yes. Uh, a movie that I'm starring in called Wrong Cops is coming out today on iTunes. I'm having a premiere party down at Taco Bell right off Route 80, and I'm in a real pickle that I need your help with. Okay, what is it? It's uh, stars me, I hump a car, and uh, stars an actor named Ray Wise. He's best known for um, doing a shrimp scene where he heals me with um, 
Dirangus. Also in it is Marilyn Manson. Um, you know, he's like, he's just a little dark devil man. Mm-hmm. Also starring Steve Little, he recently shot his chin off. I mean, my dream would be if you walk into Taco Bell, everyone would have their, all the employees would have their shirts off and they'd have the cop hats going. So it mm-hmm. does feel like you are part of the experience. Yeah, I'm going to need about 5,000 balloons. So when you walk into Taco Bell, all the balloons are released into the streets and, you know, children can play with them and kick them. And then, and then through, through the balloons, Marilyn Manson will come out and scare the kids. Ah, I'm in a movie. Um, but we only have regular solid colored balloons. Gotcha. You know what, what would be nice then is that if Taco Bell, we, we laid out maybe a thousand tostadas and all the tables on each of them, they could kind of artistically render pictures of my face. They could take the olives and make the glasses and the beards and they can get playful with the sour cream. So when, when everyone does walk into Taco Bell, they see my face and they're instantly, I got to get the iTunes. I got to down this, download this new film. This is going to be an epic Friday. Okay, thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. Spe- speaking of that, James, uh, it's your turn next, right? Yes, it is, actually. So uh, why don't you... Is it time or is it not yet, right? Or is yeah, it yeah, we can I kick it off. Um, I thought I would do something a little light in the in that uh, I feel like it's a nice kickoff point for our spooky horror uh, scary movies, uh, if you will. Um, and it's gonna be, uh, I, I wanted to go with, uh, Happy Death Day. Oh, okay. Nice. It's a horror, it's a horror comedy, so I think it's, uh, I think it's a, it's a nice little, uh, kickoff. Yeah. Time traveling horror. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Groundhog's Day on, on, uh, mixed with, uh, Scream. Oh yeah! Happy Death Day! Oh yeah! Uh, any anything else, guys? No. Um, be sure to give us a thumbs up, five stars, uh, positive review if you have the time. Uh, we play on every single uh, major platform or uh, that does play podcasts, uh, whether it's iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, so it's uh, Spreaker, Stitcher. Um, Tons of other ones that we don't know we're a part of. Please uh, pass us along to your friends. Send them links to all of our episodes or to the episode that you think is our best. And hopefully, uh, if you like what you heard on this episode and you're just stumbling upon us, go back into our archives. We got tons of, uh, of, of podcasts to listen to, episodes to listen to. So definitely check that out. Um, we have an Instagram also. It is Drop the Mic at drop the mic underscore podcast you can follow us there me and Wes are both attached to that um, if you want to have a, a, a specific movie that you want us to review that we haven't done yet um, hopefully if you're going to do that it's a scary movie it's a spooky movie because it's spooky season um, definitely uh, you can request it there you can talk to us if you have any questions about what we do feel free to to DM us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. DM us at Drop the Mic. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Any other news, guys? Did we... Or any closing... Any closing ceremonies? Uh, just 
thank you guys out there for our, for listening to this podcast. We appreciate you, um, and we look forward to uh, you guys returning next week for happy oh, yeah. happy death day. Uh, I want to say shout out to Anaris uh, for this week's uh, pick. It's a fun movie. We don't get to do these um, small smaller films like this too often, so it's always uh, kind of fre- like a fresh take um, to get to, yeah, yeah. to review something like this and and get some uh, some uh, much needed exposure to a film that's you know not a not very well known. Yeah, yeah. those fun facts, dude. That would have definitely gave us an extra. 10 to 15 minutes on the episode but you know yeah <laughs> I found no some, swan I, facts. That's I, the first. is this the first time where we have no swan facts I'm pretty sure can we put that on record is yes. that our, in our Guinness I'm pretty sure <laughs> this is the first one where it was just like and don't get me wrong there were facts but it was all stuff that we've already said like that's kind of just common knowledge while watching the, the movie the facts were in the movie yeah like we just <laughs> that's amazing. That's good. That's good that I, I, I didn't. I just thought maybe there would have been more, like you know. Uh, but if not, then that's that's cool too, dude. Like it goes to show, like there's different stuff and different stuff that we don't know about. We don't have all the facts about, you know. So yep, definitely. This, you know, that's cool. I mean, you guys. Yeah, I can't wait for the next pick. Happy Death Day we, That's gonna be fun It's a good one It's gonna be a fun movie Is that streaming anywhere For the people at home? Um I was, I was looking up right now I don't think it's streaming anywhere At the moment uh, Let me double check it, huh? That's fine Yeah it's Rent probably it. It's probably a few bucks Maybe two ninety nine or something yeah, it doesn't look like it's it's available anywhere right now. Yeah, Honestly, the lowest I'm seeing is three ninety nine. All right, guys, uh, make sure you all go watch Wrong Cops if you haven't seen it from IFC Films. It's a fun it's a fun ride. I don't know if you're gonna like it. Don't quote us on that, but uh, <laughs> check it out. Okay, subscribe to uh, IFC their uh, their app through the if you have Apple TV. Um, you can subscribe to their channel for uh, one month for free. So, always fun to do. Yeah. Do that and watch Ron Cops, guys. Yeah, that's how I did it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sweet. I guess I'll send her off, you know? Yeah, let's oh, yeah. do it. All right. It's been an honor serving with you all. Autobots, roll out. You should show some respect. This is a funeral, goddammit. Okay, everybody, listen up. I'm sorry. My wife's right in the middle of giving birth, so I'm not going to be able to hang around forever here. Um, I have a prepared speech. I don't know where in the hell it is now. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I'm not really very good at this kind of bullshit. But what I can say is Simon William Shine, also known as Sunshine took his own life into his hands. And as I speak to you now, his tormented soul is most certainly on its way to hell, since, as we all know, anyone who goes against God's will ends up in hell. So, sunshine, I salute you. You will forever remain in our hearts, and I wish you a good journey. Excuse me, Captain. 
Uh, I don't want to offend you, but uh, you were just saluting the sky, and the hell is under our feet, underground. Yeah, I know that. It just seems more natural to salute the soul of the departed towards the sky, rather than toward the ground. Don't you agree? It's more poetic. I don't think so. <laughs> it looks weird. Oh, it's even weirder to salute the ground. Look. Uh -huh. Hi. Have a nice trip down to hell, buddy. Uh -huh. Right? Okay. I'll take it back. You're right. Sorry. Well, if you want my opinion, Captain, I think we have the wrong idea about hell, just exactly like we have the wrong idea about paradise. What do you mean by that, Duke? I mean, I'm a Christian, but I've learned to not believe those things we're told in those old books. You have to read between the lines and decipher, because in reality, hell is here. This world that we walk around in, that we live in every day, is hell. We have invisible flames around us. You can't see them, but we all have invisible flames around us. We get burned every day, but we just don't realize it. I mean, we are just miserable slaves to nature. Duke, I don't think anyone wants to hear what you're saying right now. Wouldn't you rather just say a little word about sunshine? <laughs> yeah, well, I was getting to it, Andy. I mean, I think... I think that sunshine left hell for a better place. I think that we are the dead and he is alive. I mean, I know it sounds weird kind of said like that, but I do believe that. And we should not cry for sunshine, my brothers. We should cry for ourselves.